It's been two weeks without the episode or an episode on the Don Cozy podcast. And we're back. <laughs> we're back and the the absence was due to an influx of work and stuff and just stuff which had been happening on the side. So without further ado, we're back. Welcome to the Dawn Cozy Podcast coming to you live. You know, I've been waiting for this day. I was talking to my manager the other day that um, I'm enjoying seeing the numbers and the coverage and the reach of how the podcast has been doing. And shout out to Curate Bulawayo. Shout out to my brother, uh, Valentine Tusai, for reaching out. It means so much to get your support from another creative. He's a poet. You must check him out. He's got his book titled Lipa, and uh, you guys need to check it out. It's on Amazon. And yeah, man, shout out to you, bro. And shout out to everyone who has been keeping in touch over the past two weeks. You know, I, I had a bout of flu, which really knocked me out for a week. So it was really bad, <laughs> but I'm back. So let's get into it. You know, we've got a jam-packed episode today. And I just want to start off with the Susan Mutami expose. For those who don't know, Susan Mutami, is a, she's a nurse who's based in Australia. And for those... I'll give just a backstory of, of Susan Mutami. A Zimbabwean nurse registered in Australia, and she is the former, I'll say, a girlfriend or former, whatever. I don't know how I can put it, but she was she has a child with the former with the late uh, general uh, Swusiso Moyo. And she's got a child with the current Norton MP, Temba Mliswa. She's actually um, had his 19th child. But to give you a backstory about Susan Mutami, this is what happened. Uh, two weeks ago, she went on Twitter, on uh, Twitter Space, to have a, like, a day and expose the rampant sexual harassment and abuse that that she underwent when she was young as a minor um when she was really young years ago under the now president of Zimbabwe Emerson Nangagwa so she claims in the expose that she was um abused sexually when she was 15 uh made to do an talkable or unspeakable sexual acts by the president. He's the president now, but by then he was the deputy president at the Minister of Justice, if I'm not mistaken. And this expose ran for about three hours, if I'm not mistaken, because I was actually listening to it uh, when I was doing my, my things. So she went on to speak about how she got impregnated by the then General S.P. Moyo, rest in peace, and then also 
um, Timba Mliswa right now, who's the Norton MP, like I alluded to. So Susan Mutami is a very vital cog in the political sphere right now because many of the so-called big shots come from the MP, uh, the MPs to the generals to people in the presidium seem to have had sexual relations with this girl or with this woman, with this lady. And she came out guns blazing to expose a lot of people where names were dropped from the political sphere even into the entertainment sphere where she named prominent DJ Miss um, Red in one of her accounts of her ordeals. But now you get to a point where we're looking at it from a sphere of in 2023, that's next year, like a full year from now, we'll be going to elections. So people from different sects have come out to blaster and say, why didn't she come out earlier? That's the first thing. The second thing is a lot of Zimbabweans are tired because this could be a ploy by the ruling party to kind of deter people from the core thing of registering to vote. Even though she publicly stated that people should register to vote, people should oust the current government or the current regime. And thirdly, people are looking, or society or, you know, commentary as it goes on Twitter and in society is saying that it's a bit too late or these people are not going to really like come out and say anything. There's no, there's not going to be any press release or anything done to her. Other, the other part or the other side of the coin is saying that isn't she fearful of her life because the circles that she was in are circles no person wants to be in and you don't want to be on the wrong side of people of authority and people who are in, you know, seats of power like presidents because their tentacles can reach you wherever you are across the globe. So you get to understand that. But now she came out saying that she's not afraid, she's dead. Um, she died many years ago, you know, because the amount of abuse that she has gone through, the sexual abuse and the physical abuse that she has undertaken or underwent as a human being, she's like, she doesn't fear for her life anymore and she's ready for any consequences as long as the information that she has is out and people can now decide. So from that standpoint, I think as a society, we should be able to decide on what is really going on. Kudos to her for coming out. Kudos to her also for speaking her truth. Maybe she, she might not be the only one who will come out because like I said, it's a year from the elections which are going to be held in this country. So we're going to see what's going to happen and how that's going to transpire. So the second thing I want to talk about is in connection to that is 
passion crimes. As of yesterday, we had, there was a story uh, which happened in Harare, Zimbabwe, that a certain businessman called uh, Boss Pangolin killed his girlfriend because she, he had an affair with a married man, right? And he, he shot her and she died. But after the, that crime that he did, he went to a mall where he was operating and flew or like he threw cash in to, into the air. And you know people when they see money, they just rush and, and get it. Apparently the cash that he threw in the air was hush money for this girl because he not even allegedly did. He actually abused this girl and their pictures to show. She's late now and... The biggest news which is coming out today is he drank poison and he committed suicide. So it's a Romeo and Juliet type of scenario. However, from a personal point of view, I don't like the way people are glorifying his death because the, in a way they're glorifying a murderer, and a, um, an abusive person. And we're not to judge or anything, but... I don't think it's a, it, we're, we're at a place where, where as, as a society we're supposed to glorify someone's death without looking at their past and how they were acting and not being, and not being a person who was upholding a straight image in society. So, Boss Pang, uh, Pangolin is late, committed suicide after killing his girlfriend, who he had been abusing. That's the first thing. The second thing, this woman had left him and he had been forcing himself into her life. He had been forcing himself into this girl's parents' life by buying them groceries and taking care of them and also trying to take care of this girl, but she had moved out of this relationship. And fair and fine, she was now dating a married man, but that's her personal life. But he infringed, infringed her rights by killing her. And now he couldn't stand for his heinous crime and opted to commit suicide. I think it was selfish at the end of the day. And it's a passion crime. And there are many lessons we can draw from this because I think as a society, we're now normalizing um being very vindictful you know we always have a vendetta against the people we date or the people we associate with and once they don't do what we want we tend to become violent we tend to become abusive we tend to become very rough instead of us being uh, the opposite, the total opposite of okay, fine. You, we had this relationship, be it a friendship, a relationship, or a marriage, and you did me wrong. Fair and fine. If you're going to ask for whatever you want, your belongings, <laughs> I think you should get them, or you should ask for them. If you don't get them, fair and fine, move on. You know, turn your back and just move on because. You don't want to be in a scenario where you're losing your life. That's the first thing. And secondly, where you are compromising another person's rights. 
and also putting them in a position where you, they, they might lose their life too. So I think it's a very sad development in this country and we don't want to normalize, you know, passion crimes because once these things start to happen, people start to normalize and say, all oh, right, fine, I dated you, I loved you, I got married to you, I invested A, B, C, D, you owe me this and I'm, if you don't do this, I'm going to X you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to abuse you, I'm going to, you know, and in the long run, you end up seeing that it damages the society and we will not have people who can stand up for their bullshit and who can stand up for whatever wrong they've done, you know. So it's it's very sad and it's it's bad, eh? And finally, I want to talk about the Beyonce album. I think I'd been talking about this for the longest of time when she previewed um, her album art and when she released the her single, Break My Soul, a month and a half back. So Beyonce released a 16-track album named or called Renaissance. And to have some sort of controversy. Apparently, <laughs> it was leaked before time because I got the album at 12 midnight Central African time. Usually when an American artist releases an album, we usually get in, in Africa, we usually get it around 6 or 7 a.m. But I got it at midnight on Apple Music and she categorically stated that it was leaked but however it's still music so and another controversial tip or an aspect is that there is a sample from Kellis if everyone knows Kellis she made the song called Milkshake check it out on YouTube so there's a song on the album called Energy by Beyonce and Kellis came out. Apparently, there was a, a fan page of Kellis which went on a rampage stating the fact that people, Beyonce and her team sampled Kellis. And people were thinking that, oh, maybe Kellis is what? Was uh, co opted into the song as a songwriter or what have you, you know? But Kellis came out guns blazing. Um, stating that Beyonce never reached out to her, Pharrell never reached out to her. And these are the same artists, the same people that we look at in music and say, these are uh, our champions in artist rights and you should be independent, owning your masters, not taking advantage of other artists. And here they are taking advantage of Kellis's work and instead of remunerating her, or even put, putting her on the song. They just took her song and her hard work and sampled her. And most probably this song is going to be a major hit, obviously. And as we go, we'll see how that goes. She doesn't... She She's furious, but she doesn't look like she's really... She obviously took it to heart, but she just wanted human decency to prevail, you know, pick up the phone, call her, ask her for permission. And then at the end of the day, 
Noah, we wouldn't have all these surprises. And I think it's damaging to the Beyonce brand because the album is cool. <laughs> I'm still trying to let it marinate. Uh, however, once this drama happens, it overshadows the whole spread, the whole marketing spread, the, the rollout of the album internationally because someone's aggrieved and someone has their own fan base and maybe that chunk of fan base is also a part of a Beyonce fan base and then they'll start to withdraw and anticipated numbers, anticipated shows, you know, ticket, but at the end of the day, it's Beyonce, hey, she'll sell out in anything and everything. So my standout track so far, <laughs> the first one, obviously, is Cozy, you know, Don Cozy. Shout out to Beyonce for that one. So it's Cozy, Break My Soul, Church Girl, uh, Virgo's Groove, Heated, and America Has a Problem. My favorite two tracks are Heated and America Has a Problem. I am earmarking those two tracks to have the biggest uh, uh, plays all over the world and people to enjoy them. I hope she makes the music videos for those two tracks. So yeah, with that, I want to end this podcast by thanking everyone who has been listening, everyone who has been supporting, and everyone who has been patient with the Cozy podcast. And we're back. We're not going to be silent anymore. And shout out to you. You and you enjoy your weekend. And with that being said, we end it by saying everything is just cozy. <laughs>